aware, Fox and his friends are not doctors or experts. Do not take these opinions as the gospel. Although they are highly intelligent, sexy, and influential, please think for yourself. That was a disclaimer from the ladies over at uh, Socially Toxic Podcast. Go give them a listen. The military-industrial complex doesn't care about us. We need to stop sending our children to war and dying for the bankers and elites. The medical-industrial complex does not care about us. They need us sick and weak so we can be patients for life. Stop taking their poison. The education system is merely an indoctrination program designed to supply the elites with obedient workers and turn over as much profit as possible at our expense. Let's turn off the television, put down the phone, Let's take our country back. Thanks for being one of us. You are listening to the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. Recording in progress. What's up, ladies and germs? Welcome back to the show. Sunday, August 13th, probably about 9.30 in the morning. So I'm trying this with... Just probably like the first 10 minutes, I'm trying it with video again. Because somebody told me to uh, try putting commercials on like YouTube and TikTok and stuff. But last time it started causing interference and stuff. So we'll see what happens. If it starts messing up, I'll just stop the video. I don't really need it. But uh, yeah, so a couple days ago, some Jehovah Witnesses came to knocking on my door. I was, uh, I probably had about eight beers in me, <laughs> and uh, she started reading to me from the Bible and stuff, and uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's all it's all well and good, but uh, most of the good parts of that already got taken out by Constantine back at the uh, Council of Nicaea, and she goes, yeah, you're right, and I'm just thinking like, what the fuck? Like, she's agreeing with me, right? And then uh, she started, you know, giving me quotes out of the Bible and this and that and uh, talking about Jesus. And then I said, yeah, but, you know, his name wasn't really Jesus because back then they spoke Aramaic and they didn't use J's. And she's like, yeah, you're right. His name was uh, Yeshua. And I'm just like, damn, because I know the Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't believe in like uh, practicing the holidays that most of us are used to, like Christmas and all that, because they're they're all pagan, you know. And uh, it just kind of, I was just kind of shocked. I don't know if, if they were doing that because they're trying to recruit me or if they really believe that stuff. Anyway, she said she's coming back, and I don't. I'm just going to ask her straight up, like, if you're just trying to recruit me, you're not going to want me. Because when I get to your church, I'm not, I'll give you an example. For, like, me and my wife, we took our kids to church when they were young and stuff. And I just did it for them. But, like, they knew they had her, you know. And so they would, if we missed a week or something, they'd come up like, oh, we missed you. We missed you last week. And they wouldn't even be talking to me. They'd be talking to her. 
you know, all the pastors and all that. Yeah, we missed you. What? what a, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was my fault because I stayed up drinking till about 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and uh, she don't like coming to church without me. So they're just looking like, oh, we're never going to brainwash this dude. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I'm doing the... Uh, that's kind of interesting about the Jehovah Witnesses, though. If anybody knows anything about that, email me and let me know. <clears throat> if we have any out there, anything, anybody that was or knows any more about it. But the reason I'm I'm doing this video recording is because um, I used to use Reddit a lot. And I'm just so fucking sick and tired of them. I shouldn't be cussing on the YouTube and... uh. Who knows? I don't care. But anyway, I'm sick and tired of Reddit because I've been getting kicked off of like subs and stuff by these nerdy ass moderators. Goofy. They got to be so goofy looking, you know, who's going to who's going to take that responsibility for no reason and then act like some kind of fucking Hitler or some shit. But, uh. So, yeah, we got a lot of Canadian listeners I've been noticing. Um, yeah, you're, I don't, who's the, what do you call the president over there? Prime Minister or something? Justin Trudeau, he is a queer. Such a, such a soft, oh, I can't stand that dude. But when you guys did the... Uh, The the trucker convoy blocking the uh, you know blocking the roads and stuff, that was pretty badass. And I know he didn't like that, but it kind of woke people up. It woke me up because uh, I know they had a GoFundMe and stuff, and some of the some of the truckers that, or I mean, some of the people that donated to this GoFundMe for the truckers, they were getting their bank accounts blocked. They look. They literally shut their bank accounts, could not gain access to their own money. One, I remember one lady was like a single mother, a waitress, so she probably didn't have shit anyway. Probably just barely scraping by. She sent $20 to the trucker convoy GoFundMe, and they shut her bank account down. That dude is a fucking scumbag to the utmost. All right, yeah, I'm back. I, I just stopped the recording. I just needed a short little bit, you know. And I was trying not to cuss on there, but I don't fucking care. I don't even give a shit. They're going to kick, YouTube's definitely going to kick me off because they've kicked me off several times before. They give me warnings for stupid shit. But I wanted to talk about this dude. He's the one that got me into conspiracies way way back in the day, man. I would say maybe like 2006 or 2008, somewhere in there. But I was still kind of gung-ho, you know, I, not long after I got out of the military and all that. <clears throat> and um, this dude was, he was our maintenance man at the plant, the factory I worked at. I was a welder back in the day, and we, were make, we would make like... Um, you know, like structural, like stairs and landings, you know, rails and 
all kind of eye beams and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. But anyway, this dude was the maintenance man. He was from Canada. He didn't pay taxes at all, right? I mean, that's not what got me into it. I'll tell you about some of the other stuff he told me too, but it's just amazing to me. Um, so the IRS would send him letters and, and stuff, and he just, they never came after him. They never did shit, right? So then they started um, messaging the company, like trying to get the company to force him to pay taxes. Next thing you know, the, the, the big man on the company is calling him into the office, like, uh, Tim, you got to fill this. I'm not going to say his last name. I shouldn't have said his first name. But anyway, they're like, Tim, you got to fill these papers out so you can get your taxes. He's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, last I knew he was still working there. I don't know what. I don't understand it. I mean, you hear about, like, actors and stuff getting busted for uh, not paying their taxes and stuff. But I think that that's like they already started paying, and then they stopped. I mean, there's definitely a rhyme and a reason and a riddle to it, you know. I mean, I don't know how it all works, but this dude, they did, they couldn't touch him. But uh, yeah, one of the things, one of the things I'm going to talk about. First thing I'm going to talk about is uh, Cecil Rhodes. Um, I talked about him a little bit when I was talking about like the Rothschilds and stuff, but, um, I mean, I don't want, I don't like, it's not a history show. It's more about corruption. And these, most, most of these people I talk about are corrupt, right? And, um, yeah. So he was the, uh, I call, I'm going to call him Cecil Rhodes. I don't know if it's Cecil or Cecil. Cecil sounds more gay and British. Nothing against British. I know I got we got a lot of listeners from the United Kingdom, but if you're listening to this show, you probably feel the same way about your government as I do. Alright, but anyway, Cecil Rhodes. He was the from eighteen ninety to ninety six, he was the prime minister of the Cape Colony down there in South Africa. And he was like a British imperialist, like a basically like a bootlicker. And he was a sickly child. And his parents sent him down to South Africa when he was 17 because they thought they they were afraid he was going to like die or some shit. And they wanted him to, because it was better climate down there and warmer. You know, Britain's always, I've never been there into Britain, but it always looks like rainy and shitty over there. So South Africa, I don't know. I'm guessing it's hot down there. <clears throat> anyway, they sent him down there in hopes of climate improving his health. He was so he went down there at 17, only down there a year. So by the time he turned 18, he was being funded by the Rothschilds, and they got him involved in the diamond business. So then he started like buying out and monopolizing all the diamond mines. And he started this company called De Beers Diamond Company. So that happened in, he started that in 1888. 
and it's still it's still going today. It's got like twenty thousand employees. So eighteen eighty eight, he started making little money. Plus, he had the Rothschilds behind him. So two years later, he's already becoming the prime minister. Isn't that? I mean, so three years after he's in country, he's basically taking shit over. And so, okay, so like, yeah, so they're, the beers company is still going now. Supposedly, the monopoly has gone down to only 29.5% of the diamond mining or the diamond industry, which you know is bullshit. All they do is buy the other companies and then change names. You don't, you don't get to know who's running shit. It happens in just about every business. You know, there's three companies running everything. BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. All right, so in 18, 1881. Wait a minute. All right, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe he was there longer than three years before he became prime minister. My bad. All right, so 1881, he entered the Cape Parliament at age 27. And then nine years later, he was prime minister. All right. Yeah, nine years, my bad. Or actually longer than that. So about, okay, ten years later, he was uh, the prime minister. And so the Cape Colony was really important with the uh, East India Trading Company. It was like a resupply depot, and the East India Trading Company was the, one of the biggest monopolies in history. They've that, that's the original, well, not the original, but as far as America goes, there've been a there've been a lot of monopolies and shit over the years. But as far as you know, the modern day America and and the West. The East India Trading Company was the original monopoly. All right, so Cecil Rhodes, he introduced the Glenn Gray Act. That was in, okay, and then he's, he pushed African families from their homes to make way for industrial development. Also forcing Hosa men, I don't know how to pronounce that, X-H-O-S-A. Hosa men to work on community farms. So these were like the, far as we know, the indigenous people you know, of South Africa, you know, something like the Aborigines in Australia. So he basically, it's basically a form of slavery. They were forced to work on these commercial farms after they got kicked out of their houses and shit. Then he imposed he imposed wealth requirements to vote. I think that's what what's headed for us pretty soon. It'll get here. So wealth requirements to vote. I mean, super fucked up. All right, so in nine, it was like uh, over the month of like New Year's. In like uh, 1895, 1896, it was called. This is called the Jameson Raid. 
lasted about a month. He employed Leander Star Jameson. And what they were doing was they were trying to raid, uh, well, they took like 500 British police down there. And what they were trying to do was cause an uprising, but it failed. And it turned everybody against him and stuff and kind of figured out his true colors. And, uh, I mean, he was already doing shady shit. I mean, I, none of that stuff helped, but this was pretty much the end of his career. You know, and then he started this Rhodes Scholarship. And his, his, uh, you know, his people and his money, they're still doing it to this day. This Rhodes Scholarship, is, uh, it's at the Oxford University. And it produces prime ministers out of Malta, Australia, Canada. Uh, President Bill Clinton. A whole bunch of other people, you know, it's probably these uh, type of people that go to Bilderberg and involved in the World Economic Forum, uh, you know, United Nations, World Health Organization, all these scumbags. You know, I mean, you really think they're going to educate you? They're going to give you the education you need to overthrow them? That's what the whole, the whole indoctrination is all about. And these people's lives revolve around, you know, that it becomes who they are. They get their degree. They get, you know, get, they get all this other stuff and they don't. It's kind of like brainwashing. They don't want to go back. You know, they don't want to believe all this, all these years they've spent reading these books and taking these tests. They don't want to believe that it's detrimental to to them and us but it is it's all bullshit nobody's gonna give you the education you need to overthrow them these people have been running shit for a long time and I wasn't I wasn't trying to uh, offend anybody in the United Kingdom I was just talking shit you know it's a little gay <laughs> but uh I mean aren't you guys like can't you get in trouble for, like, having knives and stuff now? That's fucking nuts. And then I seen some other stuff. If you do, if, if you put out, like, a mean tweet on Twitter, the cops can come to your house and arrest you. I heard about this dude. All right. I don't know any of the names, but so some British soldier died. He was, like. Some kind of, uh, he worked for some kind of charity and had a charity and all this. And which a lot of times charities are, are bullshit tax write offs and stuff anyway. But he had a charity and all that, and he was real popular over there. And then somebody tweeted, put out a story about he died. And then some other English dude, he posted something like the only good. British soldier is a dead one. <laughs> and then uh, they came to his house and arrested his ass for a fucking tweet. That shit don't happen here because everybody's got guns. You guys ain't allowed to have butter knives and shit. It's crazy. Alright, so I was talking about the Jehovah Witnesses and the and uh books they take out of, took out of the bible and stuff 
you know, like, I don't want to talk about the same stuff every week, but this stuff's, it's important, man. Like, so, so Constantine, he was a pope. He was basically had control over everything. Back in the day, he passed a law, right? Anybody, so way back, way back in the, in the day, the, the believers of the scriptures and stuff, the Sabbath, which was one of the Ten Commandments, remember the Sabbath, the Sabbath was actually on Saturday. All right? But the pagans, okay, Constantine passed the law to execute anyone keeping Sabbath on a Saturday. Uh, rather, Sunday was going to be the new Sabbath, which just happened to be the day that the pagans worshipped the sun god, Amun-Ra. And, uh, and this was all done by the Catholic Church. So they're executing people for continuing to practice the faith that they've been practicing their whole life. This guy's a fucking... He had to be possessed, man. That dude was evil as fuck. He messed up our Bible, killing people for for just doing what they believe in doing, you know? It feels like it's getting worse than it ever has, but you got to look back at stuff like that. I mean, they're not winning. They're just, it, I mean, I don't like to black pill and, and act like how bad things are because it's, I got a lot of hope still. You know, I, I know we're going to beat them. So speaking of books that were taken out of the Bible, one of them was the book of Enoch, but there is a lot of them. And this that one was re really important to help understand Genesis. You know, like when I, when I first read Genesis, I'm like, this don't make no fucking sense to me. I don't understand it. Because this... A lot of the story was left out. So like here's Enoch 15.8. And now the giants who are produced from the spirits and flesh shall be called evil spirits upon the earth. And on the earth shall be their dwelling. Evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies because they are born from men and from the holy watchers. So if you guys don't know, the Holy Watchers, you know, th these were the people that were cast down, or the, not the people, but the, the spirits that were cast down from heaven. And then they, they seen that the human women were beautiful and they went down and I don't know if they transformed or what, but they went down and slept with these went with these some of the human women and they produced these offspring called Nephilim. Supposedly they were giants, but you never know, man, when uh all words been changed through all these different languages and stuff. But that's basically the gist of it. So they they were born from both man, mankind and you know, heavenly spirit kind, right? Alright, so they were born from men and from the holy watchers. Is their beginning and primal origin. They shall be evil spirits on earth. And evil spirits 
shall they be called. As for the spirit of heaven, in heaven shall be their dwelling. But as for the spirits of the earth, earth which were born upon the earth, on the earth shall be their dwelling. So they're basically evil spirits that are stuck here. So they could be controlling motherfuckers like Bill Gates and, you know, people people in the World Health Organization, Switzerland, all these scumbags over there. And I know I probably got listeners in Switzerland. I ain't saying you guys are bad people, but mostly when you're talking about evil, you're talking about government. And anybody that likes their government wouldn't be listening to me by now, unless it's your first time and you're never coming back. <laughs> But, uh, all right, here. I don't know if this is even... Enoch 10.7 And heal the earth which the angels have corrupted and proclaim the healing of the earth that they may heal the plague and that the children of men may not perish through all the secret things that the watchers have disclosed and have taught their sons. Yeah, so the watchers came down And they taught, supposedly they taught mankind like astrology. They introduced them to makeup. Um, Taught them how to make weapons. What else? Uh, Chemistry. Magic. All that type of stuff. So, that's pretty much it for that, but. It's just important, you know, when when they take stuff out of the Bible and people can't understand what they're reading, they they become disinterested. At least I did. You know? And uh, I've talked about Warner Von Braun before, but this is a different thing. This was his, uh, like his deathbed confession. So, Werner von Braun, shortly before his death in 1977, German Nazi and NASA rocket scientist Werner von Braun warned that the deep state, the deep state would systematically walk us through a series of false flags designed to usher in the new world order. So, he's on his deathbed and he warned Carol Rosen. Carol Rosen was a corporate manager of the Fairchild Industries, which was an arm of the uh, military-industrial complex. They, they designed, like, weapons and aircrafts and all that stuff, right? And Warner Von Braun worked there, like, two years earlier, so that's how they got to know each other. Okay, she's saying that Carol Rosen said he asked her to be his spokesperson after he was diagnosed with diagnosis of terminal cancer. Alright, so the the military industrial complex was t- trying to weaponize space, basically. So in 2000, and I tried to look this up, but they scrubbed it from the internet, at least as far as I can find. Maybe I can find it later. I didn't have a lot of time this morning. So she recorded this video interview in 2000, and she walked us through the steps of what these uh, false flags are going to be. So so step one already started before he died, right? That was in, uh, step one was the Russians. 
So they tried to say that the Russians had killer satellites and they were going to shoot us with that, with them, and, you know, destroy America and take everybody over. And that was in 1974. So that was like 50 years ago. Well, they haven't used them yet. Hence the term false flag, right? Step two, terrorists. Al-Qaeda, 9-11, ISIS. We've seen so many of that going on. You know, now the, now anybody that's a patriot is uh, supposedly a terrorist, right? Nazi, uh, racist, because you love your country. I love everybody except for the government. I don't care what color anybody is. I don't care if you're queer, whatever. Okay, step three. They call them third world country crazies. Now, I don't know if we've entered this stage yet or not. They call them, they supposedly will call them nations of concern, but since all this is getting out, maybe they'll change the terminology, right? And I believe they don't, they're going to be against these people because they can't be controlled because they really don't have a government. You know, like when I was over in, uh, Somalia, as far as I know, there was no fucking government. The warlords and shit were running things, and that, that was who we were at war with. I don't know, maybe we are kind of getting into that then. You know, like Somalia, they've been bombing them. I went to Somalia in 93. They're still bombing them to this day. So maybe we are in stage three already. And then... The fourth red, uh, fourth false flag was asteroids. I've heard a little bit about that, but I don't, I don't know if they've made. Maybe we're still kind of in that. But the whole, the whole point was that step five is the last and final card, as he called it. So step, the fifth. False flag will be aliens, or Project Blue Beam, as I like to call it. Uh, so that they've uncovered, they've uncovered Project Blue Beam a long time ago, and it was a intelligence program. As as he's saying, it's an intelligence program that was uh, designed to usher in the new world order. And bring in one world government, one world religion. You know, so if you got aliens, I've already talked about this. But anyway, he kind of verified what we've all been talking about. And I, I don't like talking about the same shit that I've already been talking about. Because, I mean, some of you guys might be new listeners. But if, you're, if you've already heard this stuff, you don't want to hear it again. But anyway, aliens is going to be the last false flag. So he he told her his job at NASA was to mislead the U.S. public of the potential of rocket-propelled space travel. He claimed the German space program, which he said was stationed in Antarctica, which is why we're not allowed to go over there, helped the U.S. in exchange for Operation Paperclip. Which, as I've I've also talked about this stuff before, 
you know, the rat lines. The rat lines, the Red Cross, and the Vatican helped get the bunch of Nazis over here into the U.S. and got a bunch of them into, you know, they helped them escape so they wouldn't get killed and they helped them get down to South America. They came over here. That's how he got his job. Werner von Braun, German Nazi and NASA rocket scientist. He was, he was one of uh, Hitler's main dudes. So that's about it. I don't know how long I've been rambling. This might be a short one. But, uh, yeah, that's it. So if anybody's got any questions or comments, bitches, gripes, complaints, conspiracy soldiers at yahoo.com. Nope. No spaces, periods, nothing. Just conspiracy soldiers at yahoo.com. And then we're on Conspiracy Soldiers at Instagram. Like I said, I'm going to start putting some of these commercials on um, YouTube and TikTok and, TikTok and stuff. And, uh, oh yeah, somebody was bitching because it's not, the, it's not on the same day every week. Well, I already told you guys it ain't. I do it on the weekend. It's, it's going to be anywhere from Friday night to Sunday morning. I mean, that's just the way it is. But anyway, I appreciate all you for listening, and I'll see you next week.